Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Which Way Is Up. I go by the name of Lito. And uh, I go by the name of Senor Aguas. Hey, how you doing, Mr. Aguas? I'm doing good, man. Good to see you again. It is very good to see you. Good to see you. I saw your Instagram post shutting down those haters I see. <laughs> very nice picture. Thank you. appreciate that. Chiseled skin. I like that. You know <laughs> what I mean? Chiseled skin. Beard flicked up. I like it. Uh, thank you. Good, good. Oh, feedback from the podcast. Shout out to everyone sending us emails about the podcast. We listened to it, and the feedback I got is, Jared, you need to stop talking as much, and I will refrain back. <laughs> Forgive me, Lito. Um, the feedback I got back was, um, be be funnier. <laughs> I th- I think that they see that you're you're a comedian and you shine like. You know, your comedy definitely shines more than mine. But I want you, sir, <laughs> to be heard. I, I realize I get very excited when you talk, so I'm, like, trying to hype you up. But I think before we start this podcast, we need to hug each other. Stand <laughs> up right now. <laughs> no, no, stand up. No, no. Put these mics down. Put these. Yeah. Mm, does that feel good? <laughs> <laughs> get off me, man. Oh, the news in this world, man. Your boy, Jesse Smullett. Let's start this thing out. Jesse uh, Smullett. Shenanigans. We were right. We called it. We called it. We didn't know exactly what it was, but we knew he was up to no good. What, what, what was it the Post said? Well, so allegedly they say that Jesse was about to be fired, was about to be fired from Empire, and they said he made this whole thing up. So he got all these people fake outrage on Black History Month. Come on now. Black History Month. And the comedians, these are the comedians that said so. Uh, my boy, his name is James Goff, funny comedian. He said this, and I quote about Jesse Smuller. He said, this nigga have more holes in his story than a Jamaican tank top in the middle of the summer in July back in the 90s. <laughs> 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 my boy, Jamie Roberts, comedian, said, the black community would like to trade Jesse Smollett for chopped cheese and sandwich and ginger ale. <laughs> <laughs> It don't even got to be a bottle. It, it could be the can. Uh, <laughs> the can soda. Dang, man. Shout out to Jesse Smullin trying to finesse the black community. We appreciate it, sir, but you're a liar. We knew it. We knew he was up to no good. No good in Chicago. It's terrible. What else you got? Any uh, news that you saw this week? Uh, El Chapo. Oh. El Chapo. Uh, he's got, he got a hit with, what was it, nine? It was nine charms. Dang. He got all of them, slayed him. And now here you got Ted Cruz <laughs> trying to get him. He wants to seize $14 billion from him so he can help build the wall. He wants El Chapo to build a wall. Shenanigans. Is he serious? What is, yo, and El Chapo, I don't, that's crazy that they kept him because he's a billionaire. So And he didn't tell on anybody. So if he ever went down, he would. the whole CIA would get in trouble. Everybody. He knows everything. He had a train that went from here to was it from New York to Mexico funneling drugs? I, I didn't hear I didn't hear the I just knew about the charges. I didn't know how he was getting across. Hey, well shout out to Ted Cruz. That's not gonna happen, but thank you for asking. El Chapo to found a wall. <laughs> another uh uh Mexican news, your boy six nine. He said another Mexican news. Seems like all of our stories, El Chapo. Then six nine, totally different people. Chapel did not snitch, and six nine is snitching. Six nine is probably going to be the most successful snitch that I know. 
really. Yeah, I don't think the people are gonna be upset with him. There's a lot of there's a lot of weird stuff going on with that case. The person who's got me a little sketched out is his girlfriend. Yeah. She's she I feel like she's a she's a failure. Yeah, there's a, the interview with his girlfriend. I, was, I don't I didn't get what she was trying to say. I it sounded to me like she wanted him to be in jail, like to hold it down, you know, keep your mouth closed and stay in jail. Woman, you have a kid with this man. Right. She, but basically, what she's saying is she wants him. She wants to raise this 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 kid alone. Yeah, even though it's I know ridiculous. you're ridiculous. Yeah, I know you're from Brooklyn, but he's getting so out of j- he's getting out of prison. It's it's the system that we're wrapped in where it, it's got a baby mother hoping that her gangster baby father stays in jail to to represent a real thug. Right. Are you kidding me right now? And now she's doing Vlad TV and like promoting all this other stuff. I, I thought you just wanted to stay at home and help out, but now I guess I guess I see her point now because 6 9 did embarrass her publicly. She's probably hurt. Uh, why, because of his girlfriend? I mean, he just he played her. I mean, he had other girls pregnant and stuff like that, and she held him down for seven years. I understand she's upset, but hoping that your baby's father stays in prison to live up to persona that you know he does not have. Well, even, if he di- even if he had, even if he did or he didn't, you, you'd... How do you want your baby father to stay in jail? Right. We don't condone snitching, but she know good and well her and her daughter should be on his tour called uh, the Tell All Tour. I think she, <laughs> she could be backstage with her better on the tour called Finally Free, Snitching and Not Seeing Snitches. <laughs> That's what the tour she should be on. Oh, man. Uh, 21 Savage should be on that tour. 21 Savage, man. He is Ice. Is it Ice? Yeah, Ice. They let him. They didn't let him go, but I guess he's in a different cell. He did an interview. No, no, he he got out. Oh, he's out. Freak. Yeah. Shout it, out to Twenty One so Savage. So his lawyers are attacking the his uh visa now. Yeah, I helped Twenty One Savage out. I hit up Tony Blair. Contacted him, the Prime Minister of the UK. <laughs> so you know. He's that that was that was like ten years ago. What are you talking about? He's not the Prime Minister. No, no. <laughs> he's not the Prime Minister. No. Oh well, shout out to Floetry. I contracted Floetry. The, the big light skin girl from Floetry. <laughs> She's from the UK. Uh, Shout out to the Teletubbies, you know what I mean? They're from UK. the UK. They're British. Who else? Tele- Teletubbies. Who else? Wait, Teletubbies? The Teletubbies, yeah, that's a British show. I didn't know that. That's he, probably we couldn't understand them. Uh, yeah, they sound like 21 Savage. That's probably <laughs> where they couldn't understand them. <laughs> I got money a lot, a lot. I got rocks a lot. But yeah, shout out to 21. Hopefully it gets out, man. It's a sad thing that happened. but you know, I don't see it being a problem. Not he, a problem at all. You girl Cardi we'll B see. activate her Instagram account again. Yeah, she's back. She's back. I'm happy for her. She, she'll be all right. She'll be all right. We she's got thick skin. We know. she got a big fan base. We need her out there. Uh, the article you sent me that I found interesting was who can beat Donald Trump for the 2020 elections? Mm, uh, I think The Rock. <laughs> 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 you don't think The Rock? Dwayne Johnson. They both got the WWE experience. You know, <laughs> I mean, president Trump has wrestled in the WWE. Here's why I say that: like, if Trump can be president, I I don't put it past anybody. But as Trump's president, isn't he? He's not making as much money because he has a salary. Like The Rock probably loves no, making I think, movies. I think the president only gets paid. Like I, this might be a lie, but I think I read once the president only gets paid like a dollar, or there was a president who only wanted to get paid a dollar. 
There's something about the salary there that th- there is none. We should. Look I think it's three hundred thousand dollars, but they don't pay taxes though. Mm. So throughout that whole time, I'm pretty sure the president right now loves it because he's not paying any taxes. Well, he wasn't paying any taxes before. Sure wasn't. He's giving tax breaks to the everything else. I think it's three hundred thousand. We can come back to it if we find it. Uh, that's a good question. I think Joe Biden could beat Donald Trump. Four hundred thousand. Four hundred thousand. What they get? Plus an extra fifty a year for expenses and a hundred thousand non-taxable travel account. It's not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Not what he was making before, but not bad now. And he gets to keep the CIA with him when he gets out of office. Right. Forever. Just he, this guy knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Uh, I'm not a Republican at all, but I think Joe Biden would put up the biggest. <laughs> that would be the epic showdown. They Joe both talk Biden? trash. He's not scared of Donald Trump. I think he has a nice fan base. He can get women to be on Joe Biden's side. But I feel like Donald Trump has a big seat. All the support, I call them bird box voters. You don't know who they are. They just got their eyes closed in the booth. I don't know who could beat him. I, I, he might win again. I think he is going to win again. You know, I know a lot of people don't want him to win, but I was like, who actually could beat him? So I think the Democrats are all going to tear each other down. Especially if he he gets that wall started. If if the moment they lay one brick down, he's gonna get voted again. Lay a wall down. I think it's all those funny memes about the wall because he called it a state of emergency to get the wall. Yeah. So everyone's been talking about that. I think the funniest meme I saw was they said if Donald Trump was giving you free, if he would wipe away your student debt, would you build a wall? And <laughs> you see all these students laying bricks. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, we'll keep you updated. We're not a political podcast, but this is just what happened. We got the alert to our phone. There was a uh, state of emergency. That's what we got. Yeah, definitely. F yeah, man. Um, how do you feel about Kamala Harris? Oh man, Kamala Harris. Uh, sh- I, I like what she's doing. Uh, Elizabeth Warren. I think what might be put holes in Kamala Harris. I feel like she's doing what Hillary Clinton's doing, trying to pander to people. I think I was well, I was reading the interview on the Breakfast Club where she said that she used to smoke weed and she inhaled weed before. And she said she smoked it in college, and they asked her what she was listening to. She goes, you know, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre? I was like, yeah, but you graduated in 1986. When when was Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre rapping then? Right, you had Dr. Dre when he was a Jerry Curl GJ. That's what you (laughs) had. So I don't know what she's going to do. I think that if she does get the nomination, it's going to be hard because they're going to be tearing each other apart. And once they tear each other apart, it's just the president's going to sneak in and get all these voters that people don't vote, and he's going to s- probably win by a larger margin this time. But what do I know? I'm just I'm just guessing. I'm putting out that. We were right about Jesse Smollett. He doesn't have... He... we don't, They don't have... Democrats don't have somebody to... No? Represent them. They need that them. I would vote for. Big Joe could get people. I think people would be excited to go behind Joe Biden. They would feel like President Obama <laughs> would be back, so that's probably why they would probably go. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know. Joe Biden is, is not the brightest. Imagine tool. Joe Biden as president and President Obama as vice president. Somebody might try to assassinate the president. <laughs> <laughs> and try to get Obama to. back in office. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, Other news. Uh, Valentine's Day was Thursday, right? Yes, it was. How was yours? I spent it by myself. Yeah, I saw that. You dropped a picture on <laughs> IG for <laughs> Valentine's Day. I saw that in the beginning. I was like, yeah, I, I guess you... Alone in a room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't go out and do anything. Stayed home, had some drinks. 
Nothing at all. Nothing at all. I took an L this Valentine's Day. Why? I took an L. Turns out I should have did more. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is usually the case, you know. Right. Turns out I could do more, but we got something. We got a lot of stuff planned, so I know I'm gonna turn around. But did anybody get upset with you a little bit? I think that I don't know. My the the way I feel about the way love is. It's just I think it, a lot of it it comes out from what people think in the movies. It's all made up, and it's a little bit harder in real life. It looks a little bit different. It's a little bit harder. What do you mean, like the movies? What do you mean, love? It's like a movie. Like if you think, if you start thinking about love and the way it's portrayed in the media, you can you can start chasing a dream, and you'll never get what you want because that's not what love is in real life. Or Am I am I taking you for a loop here? I don't I don't know. No, you're not taking me for a loop. I I, I feel what you're saying. Uh, for example, take take like the movie Pretty Woman. Okay. Great movie. Julia Roberts. Yes. Yeah. The writing on that. Great. Perfect. Great movie. Cult classic. Here's the problem: How many lawyers are wifing streetwalkers? <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Like I understand. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that it is impossible. But they, but so many people are watching these movies, and they start to believe that, and they start to see, think that that that's what love c- can be, and that's probably gonna, never going to happen in our lifetime. Yeah, and I, I guess I feel you. I guess some some people love fairy tales because they want something to believe in, man. Yeah, I, I get it. I listen. I get it. But if you want to your relationship to work, you're not you can't base it on what what the movies are putting out. Do you feel like the women that you've dated in the past were giving an unrealistic expectation of you because of the fairy tales they've read or fairy tales they've watched? You watch movies and you think that that's what your life is going to be like? Right. Your love, right? And the movie always ends with the woman getting the man. Oh, I mean, sorry, the man, you know, the woman coming up and hugging the man and there's like a twirl and the sunsets and cut. And leaves you just wanting that, right? But how many times, you know, it's not like that. Love is hard. You got to fight for it every day. I think the fairy tale that most represents my life is The Lion King. The love the love portion of that? Yeah, the love portion. Explain. Just, you know, I was looking for a woman to be more like Nala. You know what I mean? I need you to chase me down a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> chase me down uh, a little bit. Find me with my boys. Chase me down. Bring me back to Pride Rock. Make me feel like a king again. Remind me where I failed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because people always think it was someone that got knowledge. She had to go get him. He was chilling. Yeah, yeah. That's what I need. He didn't. He didn't even want it. He, he wasn't even, even thinking about it. Nah, he's. I killed my dad. What am I going <laughs> back for? <laughs> he said, you don't know what I've done. She goes, it don't mean nothing. That's what I'm saying. I, I guess I'm being really harsh at the, at the movies because it's great to watch. Like uh, Silver Lining. It's a great movie, right? Right. Love it. Chris Tucker's in that, right? Yeah, I believe. Yeah, he's in. The, he's a friend. Okay. Remember, he's he's a he's a friend that he's he was uh in the institution with. But you're telling me, right? That in the movie, based on what the movie is is about, you got two. The, the love is it proposes that love is so crazy, right? Right. That two crazy people can fall in love, right? It's a great setup, but two crazy people in love, and we were they gonna move out together? <laughs> <laughs> who's who's giving them their meds? Because somebody's got to, and there's got to be an, a, a, an adult in the in the house. It's just too much. That's not what it's like. It's, it's so you want you want more movies to be more accurate to what life is. 
No, I'm. I guess you know it's a movie. I watch it, but I want people to understand that those are movies. Those are for entertainment purposes, right? They're designed to pluck at your emotional strings. Don't come home with that, right? You know, there was a movie called Dear Frankie. Dear Frankie. And that's one I told you about. Mm-hmm. The th- whole premise of the movie. Now I think this might happen in real life. This actually might be a love that happened in real life. That's a fairy tale that made me change my way. I was watching Dear Frankie. The whole premise is this woman is a single woman. Dad left the family, right? She's raising a little boy by himself. He's a Caucasian boy because it happens in Ireland. It's probably black kids in <laughs> Ireland, but I don't see him on TV. And uh, she's raising a little kid, and the dad leaves, and they have a bad breakup. And she tells the kid when he grows up that his dad is a sailor, and he she writes letters as the dad from different locations. So she goes to different places and gets stamps from everywhere. And then she creates a ship name. And one day, the kid Googles a ship and goes, a ship is docking tomorrow, and Dad's finally coming home. Mm. So she has to pretend and fall in love with Gerard Butler <laughs> before Sparta. This is Gerard Butler before King of Sparta. They fall in love, and he goes, I have to show you how to love again and everything else. Then at the end of the movie, the little boy writes a letter back to his mother, and he goes, thank you for coming. He's writing to his dad. He goes, thank you for seeing me. It was the best time of my life, but I know it was you, Mom, writing me letters the whole time. That couldn't happen, but maybe not in this lifetime. Yeah, I don't know why I made that long, dramatic thing about the story. It doesn't sound that great, but when I watched <laughs> it, I was crying. <laughs> and I watched it. was like 4 o'clock in the morning in college when I watched it. I was like, man, this is a great movie, Dear Frankie. Yeah, it's it's, it's people start acting. I don't know. They become somebody completely different in hopes of like to chase that moment, right? That that one moment that is very movie like. And it has to do with more the the direction the studio's going. Because you, you said it's a money business, right? You said like yeah, love love yeah. sells. Yeah. So they're promoting Sex and money sell. Love sells. And boy, all those movies, those fairy tale movies were not really happy endings. They were like tragedies. Beauty and the Beast. Beast tries to kill himself in the original one. He tries. Oh to yeah, the, kill the brothers Grimm. Yeah, the brothers brothers Grimm or whoever wrote those things. Beast tried to kill himself. Uh, the Little Mermaid, because she wanted to be a real person, had to walk on nine inch glass the whole time, and she died like that. Like it was painful for her to do that. So like most of these fairy tales were just changed by someone to be like, no, no, let's have happy endings. You really think Belle is gonna be with a beast? You really think she wants to be with a beast the rest of her life? <laughs> Really think she wants to live that way? Well, this is what I'm saying, right? This is what I'm saying. The movie, that movie, if you think about it, what they're saying is that the love of a good woman is enough to change the inner beast in the man and and make him become a prince. That's a lie. That's this is what I'm saying. I'm some people, with you. some people, are, some men are just dogs, you know, so, right? And some women are just out there, and it's just the way it is. And I think they don't understand that men fake the funk. Just because we know that women want to see a man, a man's not going to change unless he wants to. No woman's going to change him. A man's going to change his ways because he's either have an interaction or something. But a lot of dudes just fake the funk. What do you What do you mean? Meaning that if a woman projects what type of guy that she wants and he just happens to catch that drift, he's going to pretend to be that guy to be with that woman. I see what you're saying. Yeah, and then, and then a couple months later, when he's just like completely relaxed. You get to see... You see who he is. Yeah. I call them Zorro lovers. Zorro lovers. 
Zoro, Zoro men. Is it because of the mask? Oh, yeah, mask. the mask. They just put no mask. <laughs> just put no mask. <laughs> just put no mask because you think this is what the woman wants. So I'm going to be Zoro and I'm going to come save the day with this mask on. Mm. But a lot of guys just will say we'll say anything for women. Oh, but it happened last night. Oh, friggin' did. Yeah, it happened last night. <laughs> we we were we're at this event at this event right. It was a networking event. We were like promoting the podcast. And was the well, you met this woman right? right? What was her profession? She said she was a uh, makeup artist, and I, I want to say a waitress somewhere or a bartender. She had a very sketchy. St- she's just very sketchy. She yeah. was raised by Amish people. She's a very interesting person. She's running from place to place. But she talked the whole time about astrology. <laughs> like weird astrology we've never heard of. It's the type of astrology she's talking about. I checked out of the conversation and you I, checked in the I, conversation. I, listen, I <laughs> I wanted to see how, how far the rabbit hole went. Because she was she was it was shenanigans. She was saying some off the wall stuff about your zodiac sign and how where you're born. And she's a pretty girl, right? Pretty yeah. girl. She's mixed. What is she? She's mixed with black, Hispanic, I, I, I whatever. Wasn't checked I in asked her what she was mixing. She told me all the stuff she's mixed with. And I was like, "If you, I'm not talking about 23 and me. What does your mama identify with? <laughs> is your mama black? <laughs> what does your dad identify with? 23. She talked 23 and me. I was like, yeah, you didn't grow up being 40 different races. So she's talking. So this girl, so this girl, she's a. Makeup artist, and she's talking about astrology. So Lito's checked out of the conversation. I've checked out of the conversation. But all these dudes are there because she's pretty. And she's like, the reason why you're stressed out right now is because the the water on Mars. (laughs) 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 The water on Mars is heating up, so your body is reacting off of Mars. And this giant black dude, we know good and well, he was not interested in the conversation. He saw how pretty she was. And I quote, he said, you know, ever since Saturn's moon started acting up, my back ain't been right. (laughs) (laughs) My back's been hurting ever since Saturn's moon's been turning. Oh, that was hilarious. And what did she say? She's like, yeah, you're right. You're right. The reason why Saturn's turning. So, yeah. So I think that. A lot of guys out here are Zoros. And women, too. Women probably be Zoros, you know what I mean? Pretend like you're a good girl. Uh, have you ever had a Zoro situation where you fit a description because you thought it was a woman was projecting? Yeah, like my, my younger years were was a lot of that. Give me an example. Um, when, you go to, when you go to a restaurant, right, when you go on a date, you should be going to where she wants to go. That's part of that, too. But I, I really just want wings. I just just faking the phone. Just faking. Zoro. Um, maybe not lie. I, I try not to mask. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's a mask. Yeah, it definitely is a mask. There's no you way pretended to be into. There's something. no way you. It's hard not to be. Right. You one. You're not gonna come to your table with all your dirty laundry, right? Like you're not. You're just not gonna do it. So you don't say all the terrible things. And two, you don't know why in the moment, but you'd like for this person to like you. And you want to seem interesting. Yeah. Have you? I Yeah. I lied in 2008. 2008. I faked a whole persona. <laughs> what do you mean? I didn't fake a whole persona. So I, I met this, this girl in college. She was, she, I thought she was a lesbian because how she dressed all the time, which is not a way to judge a person. But that's why I was attracted to her because she was like a tough woman. I was like, oh, it's got to be nice to talk to her. Former softball player, you know what I mean? Trying to, re- <laughs> trying, to re- trying to recover. She's like a buff, buff woman, but she's like very gentle. And um, 
So we're always talking in class, and all of a sudden, she tried to add me on Facebook. And this is when Facebook, you could see, like, abouts, where you had the quotes and everything right, else. This yeah, is like I remember 10 that. years ago, Facebook. And I went through her Facebook page, and I saw all her quotes, and she just had all these funny quotes about finding Nemo. She's like, what do you do for a living? She was my favorite movie is Nemo, and she had all these quotes about Nemo. So before I added her on Facebook, I changed all my quotes to be the opposite of her Nemo quote. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, what are your goals in life? I was like, go to ADB Shore, Wallaby Way, or something like that. Oh, wow. And then as soon as she added me, she was like, oh my God, we have so much in common. I was like, yeah, <laughs> we do. <laughs> so I said, I'll, I'll fake the funk, you know what I mean? I guess so many people, I guess, we'll do anything just to, we'll just, I guess the first stages of a relationship is so awkward, it's just, just masked people the whole time. Awkward? Uh, it depends. It depends. Because you have to be, you have to be able to break out of it as soon as possible. Yes, I know what you're saying. Like that moment, like that trying to, you want to fit in. It's like, yeah, I, I, I like opera too. No, 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 you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't like this music. Yeah, you gotta break out of it as soon as possible. Because then you'll be going to the opera every week for ten years, and you're like, I haven't been paying attention. And it's just, I guess now I get what you're saying. It's just fairy tale. Fairy tales, because that's what we're getting from the movie. You think a date should be like very movie like, and you know, it's, it's it's a lie. All of it's a lie. Do you think you disappointed someone on Valentine's Day? Do you think someone was expecting something from you? I'm not sure. I think maybe. I won't say. I won't say no. But I wanted to. I, I don't know. I, I don't know why I didn't go out with them. And we talked about this too. We did. I talked about hanging out. Your your form of hanging out is very strange to me. Well, you mean like while trying to figure out if I like a person? Yeah, as you're getting to know a person, as you hang out with them. If I was thinking as a woman, a curly eyelash woman, I would a be curly thinking, eyelashed <laughs> woman. I'll be thinking he's courting me. He's hanging out with me. We're spending money on not even just money, but time. I feel like time is more precious than anything. Like if you spend two hours with a person, that's more than a hundred dollars. That's two hours of time that you could have spent doing something else. I think it's because I, I think it's because I studied like a little bit of psych. It's I I rather see the person in one uh a, a social and a private setting. Two, I know this sounds so messed up, but I want to see them mad, right? I don't necessarily want to be the cause of why they're mad, but I, I'd like to see them mad because I need to know how you react. I remember what you said to me when we were at work, and you said that your relationship, you need every month what? What? You said you need a dish being thrown at you. What oh. You uh, <laughs> what did you say? Well, that, that's me. what you said. You said a good relationship with you is every what? Every couple months? Every couple months, she breaks a dish. <laughs> she just throws it. And I told my lady that, and she goes, he's such a Spanish man. <laughs> that's what she said. She said, he's such, a he's such a Spanish man. Oh, man. Listen, I'm telling you. I, it's passion. Uh, I need to see that passion. It's a little borderline crazy too, and life should be lived with a little bit of crazy. So, I'm not upset with that. Did you get that from a past relationship? Why you like these dishes being broken, or why do you think you need that? I don't know, but I have scars. Visible scars, or yeah, I have scars. can a woman see those scars? Are you do you are you ashamed of those scars, or they know? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't hide. They just have to ask. How? But how would someone ask if they're just hanging out with you? Like, what are your scars? Oh right, no, no. Uh, at that, I mean, that's when we passed that stage. Now we're dating. You know, it's more intimate moments. 
sometimes I think I think we're talking about this. A lot of people carry things over from past relationships. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. It's it's the idea that people think that they are. You say, I'm myself, I'm very proud of of who I am, I like the person I've become, I am me, right? But you're really made up of previous relationships, not just with a significant other, but your parents, too. The way you eat your peanut butter and jelly comes from a different, you know what I mean, from a different time. And that's rubbed off on you, and the same way that's rubbed off on you, it's the same way that previous relationships bleed into the next relationship. And that it might look like, oh, I watch these kinds of shows and so when you get with another person you're watching the same the same kind of shows because it's it's bled over you think you really like them but it came from something somewhere else i guess i guess it makes a whole lot more that makes sense because sometimes i feel like people are in relationships are dealing with what the past person did so before you get a, a person you're getting the the, not fragments, but you're getting, you're dealing with all the past blows that she had to dodge. Yes, you'll always have to. Or he, or he. A lot of wounded dudes are out here too. Or, 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 but yes, we're looking at it from the broken, like, like a broken relationship angle. But also, it happens in the other direction too, where she might have been with a really, really, really good man, and just because life is the way life is, they had to break up. Or I, I met, I met. Uh, I was at my cousin's liquor store, and I met a young lady. She's a CEO, life together, has an apartment. Uh, she bank account overflowing. All all is good. She was getting ready to get married, and her fiance dies. Dang. Who's gonna be able to live up to that? To that man's ghost. He's about to marry her. Right. She, she, Every time his birthday comes around, tears, death day, tears, um, anniversary, tears, everything. She's crying at least six times a year. And she has to, and you think she carries that to the next? Absolutely. She probably, think about it, she used to live with him, and she had to go, and slowly you start to get have to get rid of his stuff. Right. So his shoes are still where he left them. Eventually, got to throw those out. Got to take the shirts off the hangers because you bought more clothes, right? Mm-hmm. Put them in a box or put them in storage or put them somewhere. But eventually, slowly, he starts to fade out of the apartment. I think what happens is it has to be a, a man that's secure with himself and a man that's capable of loving her, knowing that a piece of her will always be with him. And being okay with that, being okay with saying, I know you've loved this man before, but I'm going to learn to love you and adjust to you. And and to that same, and on the other end of that, the woman, a broken woman, not a broken woman, but a woman that comes from a broken relationship will have a piece missing because somebody took it. So it looks different. Does that make sense? Yeah, it she feels le- She gave him a piece of her. This is you. I choose to, to, to still ha- believe in what could have been and give you this piece versus somebody coming and taking it. Now you got to fill this hole. You don't even have the, the right equipment and for you it. You got the piece for it. Yeah, you don't. You don't. You can't fit in it. Right. Well, this ain't the, the jigsaw puzzle I got. This is the. And I, and I, I think a lot of dudes carry stuff from past relationships, trust issues. Dudes. Dudes. Yeah. Absolutely. A lot of, a lot of men are just. Absolutely. They, they don't. They don't. They don't trust women like that or. 
I what I care for, I, this is more more affected me by my family. I don't like people calling me nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really do the the honey sweetie baby. I try to stay original. Sometimes maybe a slip up of like a love come here or something like that. So but you don't got no nickname at all. No, I I I try to make it original. Got it. If there's gonna be a nickname. Usually I, is. I do see on your Instagram people say, hey, Zaddy. <laughs> Zaddy. <laughs> Zaddy with a Z. What up, Zaddy? Call me Lito or Zaddy with a Z. That's your name. I remember I dated this girl. I was like eighth grade back in the day when Hotmail was a account. And my mother broke into my Hotmail account and my dad and read all my little emails that I had. And the girl I was dating kept calling me boo the whole time. And my parents proceed to heckle me. My whole family <laughs> heckled me for 21 days and called me nothing but boo in that house. And so now I hate when people call me boo. Hey, boo. Hey, boo. You ready for cereal, boo? Hey, boo. You want to go outside? Hey, boo. My dad, what's up, boo? Hey, everything else. My little sister at the time maybe had four teeth in her mouth. Hey, boo. What are you doing like that? I said, you know what? No one's calling me out of my name again at all. At all. At all. They would uh, sing. They would walk up and sing. There's always that one person that will then that my boo song by. I don't know why I try to sing it like that. But you carry things. You carry things over. Yeah, even nicknames. Nicknames. I freaking, uh, I freaking hate it. So, Lito. Yeah. So we proposed a question to because we've been two. We got three episodes in. We got a lot of emails, and one email said this. And just take it if you want. I'm gonna read it word for word. She goes, hey, guys, I want to know what's up with guys viewing girls as too mood, too good. Excuse me. What does it mean? Or do guys ever think that a woman is too good for a man? Mm. I I can see that now. I I think that in the stage that I'm in, I have a friend who I think from what I can see, clearly I don't, I've never been with her in a relationship, so I don't know what she's like. People do change. Mm-hmm. But from what I, from my point of view, I see everything that that a man would want from a good woman, and I see that in her. Um, and knowing how I am, I just don't feel like I have the skills required to like maintain and keep her. Ha- I wouldn't want to damage. Campfire rules are in effect, you know. Leave the space better than when you found it. Wow, say that one again. Campfire rules. Say well, yeah. It's, it's the idea of like leaving the space that you use better than where you found it. And I feel like she is really, she has the potential to be a great woman. Um, she has been a great woman in the past, and I don't doubt that she can do that again. Uh, I just don't want to hurt her. I don't even want to try to not, you know what I mean? Right. To hurt somebody like that. Yeah? Okay, I'm going to read another one. You ready? Yeah. Hey, guys. (laughs) I like how they say, hey, guys. (laughs) Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, This is what she says. I'm currently in my uh, last year of medical school, and I'm finding it hard to date men in my field. Do you think men are inferior or insecure around successful or confident women? Is it a turnoff? Some men are, but... You get you get a whole class of men, right? You get a man who sees a do- who sees a potential doctor on the way, right? Right. It's like I'm gonna go with this one because this is gonna be a six figure income, and I'm gonna sit on the couch all day. 
Then you get the men who's ju- who just want to, uh, they want to be the bread provider. But this is the funny part. I, I was talking to, uh, we were having, I was having a conversation with, I was the only male in the room, three ladies. And one of the, uh, one of the ladies that was there, she started to talk about relationship and how she, what, she, what relationship should look like for her. And I, she says that she would want the man to deposit money into the bank account, in her bank account. What daily, like a? W- I I don't know what she, I don't. She didn't say time frame, but he said she said something about, and I don't want to misquote her, but it was something along the lines of like, yeah, that's fine. You want you want. I don't mind cl- cooking and cleaning and doing all this stuff. Just deposit the money in my bank account. <laughs> so, so she's single, correct? She, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. That <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I. Th- I that's what a relationship looks like to her. We don't know who raised her or, or what they were saying when they were there, but that's what she thinks. I think some guys can feel small around a successful woman. You know what I mean? I think sometimes he, uh, a man could feel like she's so successful, he doesn't want to be the one to make her have a downfall. You know? Uh, uh, yeah. Because men, their greatest downfall, most all successful men, their downfall is their appetite for women. That's what Muhammad Ali said. Is that every great man's fall is their appetite for more women. Mm. That's what Muhammad Ali said, and he was shaking when he said that. So I, I, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I've met people who are, who their downfall. I know their downfall is gonna be chasing money. Chasing money. I get, I get, I understand being in the rat race, but I feel like. The more successful your significant other is, the better you look because you, you guys are equals. You should be happy that your so, man so or woman is go- being the best at form of themselves. But are we? I mean, the is that success? Being successful is that success? It depends I guess what success is to them. Right. Now maybe right. if it's sex, success is being the. The assistant manager at Subway. That's their success. All right. And he's cool with that. And his wife or his girl loves him because he's the assistant manager at Subway. And she never thought he could be assistant manager. But he can't be upset if she is a doctor. He can't get inside the room full of doctors and feel inferior because he works at Subway. I think there's just a lot of guys. I think it's respect before God and say that you're out of my leagues and stand down instead of saying, no, 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 I'm going to try. <laughs> you no, think I'll, you I'll try. You think he shouldn't shoot his shot? You can shoot your shot, but be prepared what type of bullets you're shooting. I think that despite her, her what she does for she's a living. She's in med school, so she's about to be a doctor. No, I think in any scenario, it doesn't matter what it is. Despite what the woman does for a living, the man... And the woman too, depending on on who's courting who, um, should be able to identify if this is somebody that they can be, that they can hurt. What do you mean hurt? Hurt. So, th- and I I can only speak from the male's point of view because I am a man. Technically, yes. And I've only dated women, so I am able to look at a woman. At least in the stage of my, I mean, now I wasn't always able to, but I'm able to look at a woman and say. All right, this is a good woman right here, or this is this is one of the good ones. Like, don't don't hurt her, 
if you're going to take her on a date, you know that in, in her mind, this is not a one-night stand. There are women who are one-night stands, and they're ready for one-night stand. You're like, all right, I can't hurt this woman. Right. I, I'm just, you know, we're, we're, we're on the same page. And, and then there's a woman that you know you might be able to hurt if you're not ready to date. And you know that if you're taking her out on a date, um, she's thinking, all right, this might be somebody I can I can be with, right? So right. a woman goes out on a date with you, she's already thinking about, all right, what's this guy like in five years? I had a situation. I didn't have a situation. My boy had a situation, right, where the woman that he was talking to now she was she she was a ten. I'm not gonna lie. That's she one of them bad dime bristles. You know what I mean? Very attractive, successful woman, like very successful. And he stepped to her, and I was like, "What are you stepping to her for? You sleep on a couch." <laughs> now, <laughs> now that's not sorry. a knock to him, but I was like, "What can you provide to her? What do you? What can you offer her?" What is there anything that you can offer? I think you should be respecting yourself and respect her and get your stuff together before you step to her. So what if that what what if they're soulmates? Are you saying he shouldn't do it because he doesn't have any money? What if what if what if he needs her? You need some type of income to take out a woman. Yeah. You have to have some type of income. Yeah, if you have I'm, no I'm income not, I'm not, I'm you shouldn't even be in you how'd you get inside the music park if you couldn't <laughs> pay to get in here? <laughs> How are you complaining about the carousel rides when you didn't pay anything to get in this park? All right, I, I agree that the man should have money, but I don't know about not shooting a shot. Shooting, I mean, shooting a shot, but it's just like you're trying to, what can you do? You shoot a shot and she says, I like you, you're cute, everything else. What can, where are you going to take her? Central Park can only be so fun. Where are we <laughs> tell going? Her, tell we're her going her to another her. free event. Uh, that's what we're going to do. Yeah, tell, I, I mean, tell her. This is the stage that I'm in my life right now. Currently, uh, he I shouldn't have stepped her in the beginning if he didn't have his act together. So it's just like, man, I so they they don't talk anymore. I like, disagree. I disagree. I disagree. So they don't they don't talk anymore, right? They don't talk anymore. He goes, man, she just wasn't with it, man. You know what I mean? I was like, why do you think she wasn't with it? She's like, hey, I would really like to hang over you. Hold on, let me hold on, let me see, let me let me get these cushions off the couch real fast. <laughs> I feel like you got to be prepared for what you're getting into. You know what I mean? I feel like you have to respect that woman so much to know that, like, I need to have my act together before I step to you. Yeah, but a woman will inspire you, too, to get up off the couch. He's still hustling. He's just hustling from a couch. Yeah, he reads, he's been Not a point a of his time in his life that he needs. He's just down. Everybody goes through downs. They, they go through downs, but at the same time, if she's on her way up, you have to find a way. You have to find which way is up to support her. Mm, find which way is up. Uh, name of the podcast. <laughs> which way is up. Did you just drop that? Let's go cut to our sponsors. Ooh. <laughs> we're gonna pay some bills. Let's get to our sponsors. Uh, we're back from our sponsors. Um, this other scenario. I, now this person, I think you, we might know her. Oh, or him. This is the scenario. She. And her significant other called off the wedding. And she's debating, should she give the ring back? She said they're, they're, they fell apart when they moved in. They never moved into each other. But when they moved into each other, she didn't like the way he lived. And he called off the wedding. He called off the wedding or she called him? He called off the wedding and he wants the ring back. But she thinks she shouldn't give the ring back. No, she should keep it. Really? Yeah. 
you think she should keep the ring? Yeah, that's uh, that's funny because I kept the ring from my your wife. ex-wife. Yeah, you well, took it off like Ti and Atl. Yeah. What are you gonna do with a wedding ring that you have? I pawned it. But why did why couldn't she? You're telling her to keep the ring, but why don't you let your ex-wife keep the ring? I regret taking it out. This is this lesson, right? I have to learn that. Um, there's nothing you can do with the ring. You can't give it to anybody else. Or you shouldn't give it to anybody else. That would be very, very bad. I wouldn't do that. Uh, So you just have this, like, very powerful, powerful belonging, right? And it's just sitting in the house. You walk into a room, and wherever you have it stashed, you can almost feel it burning through. Like, I had to get rid of it. But why did you take it away from her? You're just upset? I was. We were going through a rough time. I remember being we were on the bed, and I don't know. I, I It was just sort of instinct. Like, it was more of like, oh, I can't see. This isn't the woman I married. I, I didn't give this ring to this, to that, to this person that you are right now. So for you saying that it was a bad thing to take the ring, why would you want... I guess I don't know why. Why will she keep that? She, I, I guess she's like, I want to keep it. He gave it to me. Yeah, that's. But I was it. like, what does it's it symbolize hers. now? It's hers. You giving back those Jordans that she got you? Yeah. You gonna give them back? You your feet's been in them. Yeah, that's a good point. You're gonna keep them, right? Because they were a gift. Well, whoever this is, we don't want to call your name out. You know what I mean? Keep the ring. Those are gifts. Keep it. It was a gift. Keep, keep all gifts. But, you know, she says living together is rough. I don't know. You know what I mean? Technically, you shouldn't be living together out of wedlock. That's what the word says. But right. who's doing that in New York City? I try. I tried. I tried to do it the right way. What happened? Life. <laughs> Life. I tried to do it the right way. I got married. Everything with the, with the exception of, like, before, you know, sleeping around before, before marriage. Yeah, well, you should go to my church. Pray for me, bro. No, for real. They did a whole... No, no keep me in your prayer. I got you in my prayer. <laughs> you want a Hail Mary? That's what you need? Oh, man. You should come through. You should come come to my church on Sundays. We do a 10 and 12. I might come by. It's a cool vibe. Yeah, what's your pastor like? He's a nice dude. He's um he's from Florida. Florida dude. Oh, so I see why you like him. <laughs> I, I like him. Be, I like him. He's a uh, young, young dude. I like him because he's not too young. He's pretty much dang near 30. Uh, I like him because you get to see him grow. You know what I mean? I, I feel you like said a, he's 30? Yeah, he's about to turn 30. Yeah. No, oh, he's young. He's super young. If people his age should be like leading teen ministries and he has a church. He's like from a like a like a pastor family. Like his dad is a pastor, his brother's a pastor. For me, he's like Eli Manning because his brother's a big thing. He's like Eli. Like, no one expected Eli Manning to come to the Giants yeah. and do what he did. So, like, I I bet on him because I know in a couple of years, it's going to be probably a chance where he's going to be so big that people aren't even going to. You know what I mean? The church is growing. So, I guess he started this. I didn't guess. He started the church when he was 24. So, imagine being 24, moving to New York City. You're from the South, and you're responsible for 500 people. That's a lot. It's like a stressful thing. Better him than me. But what, uh, what's a typical uh, Sunday up there? All Sunday right, now, service. If you ain't serving, 
this is pretty in and out. You know what I mean? You go there, it's a couple songs. Because you, you, you spend a lot of time up there. Okay. <laughs> you spend a lot of time in there. All right. So it's different, right? So in my church, we got servant leaders, people that serve, right? So like when I, when I was in Florida, I served at my church. I would do the sound equipment, do everything else because like it needed to be done. So at my church, I do like the security where we just make sure the building's safe. And at the end, we break down all the equipment. So that's why I stay so late. But if you're not breaking down the equipment, you'll probably be in and out in an hour, hour 10. Not that much. It's sort of like a Catholic service. Get in, get out. But so, I feel like so I, my ministry, I like, I like serving. I like helping the church out. So here's a question. You get up, you're in church by 9 or what? Yeah, I'm in it by 9. Yeah, but a service starts when? 10. So you there, you get up by 9. You get there by 9. You are what? Checking the building just to make sure there's yeah, no yeah, stray cats. And stuff like that. <laughs> Position, what do you, what you know, do you helping mean people by safe? Get, I mean, you know, just making sure that that people are safe. You got to walk. He's making sure that no, you know, people people still crazy out here. Right. Just making sure people are safe. Making sure if people need anything, you can help them. Like serving. Right. I know you told me you you put a different name on your name tag every day. Oh yes. What, so are, some of, what are some of the names you use? Oh man, nobody. I don't think no one in the church knows my real name at all. One lady's like, hey, Bruce, can you help me pick up a chair? <laughs> I was like, what did you call me? Bruce, right? That's your name, Bruce, right? And they're like, his name ain't Bruce. <laughs> I learned this thing in college that it says that if you have a name so ridiculous, someone will break the ice and just ask you a question. Because when someone calls your name, like a waitress, when you see a waitress, is this their name is up there, you're just going to ask for something. Mm-hmm. You're just finding a nicer way to ask. Steve, Steve, can you help me get this? Mm-hmm. If I have uh, Walk a Flock of Flame on my name tag, you can be like, what is, what is your name? <laughs> what? So it's really for the other people to be like, don't be weird. Just ask me what my name is. Try to find my name. Try to find out who I am. Last Sunday, I was T-Boss, and uh, some people kept saying, T-Bows, T-Bows, huh? <laughs> T-Bows. <laughs> yeah, I guess you guys are TLC fans, huh? <laughs> One time I p- changed my name, name tag to Offset. I put Quavo, and I made somebody Offset, but they got scared. But it's just like making it fun. So I think that anything you do, you know what I mean? You want to help out. I feel like just going to church and just going there and doing and getting what you got and leaving doesn't help anybody else. So I feel like God will reward me for putting in the time. So that's what I think. But if you go, you don't got to serve. You know, you just get in there and get it out. You get in, get your message, and leave. But I think it's good to be around I'm going to come by. I'm going to come, come by. Just come. See if you like it. I'm going to come by. Good music. They got a guitar there. They got bathrooms. Everything you need. They got a guitar. They, they got guitar. They got bathrooms. I was just in church. The uh, minister's good. His wife's good. All of them. His wife. It's two of pastor, It's two pastors. Excuse me. His pastor and his wife are the pastors. And they're good. They're very passionate people. And I like I like their message because they're transparent. That's what I like about them. I, um, I was just in church. I brought in the New Year in church. I didn't drink. Um... Man, he was putting out some good stuff. He actually said, he said, when you're wor- when you're working towards a goal, right, and it's right in front of you. If you even tilt your head to look behind you, your head will start to move in that direction. So for you to get to your goal, stay focused and forward. Head forward, move towards your goal. Because the moment you start to look behind you. Your head's moving in that, because that's how the body works. The body only works where the right. head is, with where you're facing. That's I think the 
the I forgot what the his name is Pastor Wilkes. He was telling me yeah, telling me but he preached a message about like the best, the best ever. And he was talking about like forgiveness and everything else. And sometimes I, I guess I'm not amazed but I, it's like I cheer him on because I'm happy that he's he's I like a way when a man can like opens himself up to other men and he's not he's not full of himself to realize no this is where I I struggle with because I remember he, he talked about like being a young man being a preacher how some, some people didn't respect the fact but I was just like man think about how like I don't get religious but like how Jesus was a young man changing different things and people were like yo who the freak is this guy Jesus coming over here mm-hmm. telling us what he was no 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 whoa, whoa yo <laughs> chill He's saying we don't got to do this anymore. My daddy's been doing this. What you talking about? So, like, I guess with a young man, like a young, vibrant man, you get that vibe. And like you say, with staying focused, I think a lot of people in the, like, when they talk about Jesus, they always talk about Jesus walking on water, but they never talk about Peter. Like, Peter was a disciple. He walked on water, too, and they thought it was like a ghost out there. Like, I mean, I don't think it's a ghost. I don't know. Is it Casper out here? And they're like, oh, snap, that's Jesus. And Peter goes, hey, Jesus, hey, cuz, if it's you, let me walk out there. I don't know if Jesus, I don't know if Peter's from Compton, but that's in my mind. <laughs> in my mind, when I read the Bible, Peter's from Compton. Hey, cuz, hey, hey, cuz, hey, hey, your Lord and Savior, cuz. He said, if it's your will, let me walk on that water, cuz. And Jesus is like, come on, walk out. So he walks onto the water, and then he starts hearing wind blow, so he's looking to the left, and then he starts sinking. And then Jesus picks him up, and he talks about how you lost your faith. Like when you, when your eyes are st- stayed on what you're supposed to stay on, Nothing around you should shake you. Mm. So, like, staying focused, not even just, like, religious, like, unreligious stuff. Like, when you got your mind made up, you should be focused and not let anything rattle you when you're focused. I believe. You do that. What is that 20-minute thing that you say you start doing now? Oh, uh, yeah. So, I am terrible when it comes to procrastination, right? I procrastinate just about everything, but I've learned that I... I can't remember if I read it or I heard it somewhere, but it says you just get up and start whatever you have to do and set a timer for 20 minutes. Only do it for 20 minutes. Uh, If at the end of the 20 minutes you feel like I'm still working on it, then continue to do so. But if you don't feel like doing it anymore, you can just stop right there and then. And so what happens is that most people struggle with the first 20 minutes of any activity, doing anything. And once you pass those 20 minutes, you're in the game and, and you can go off for hours. So while working with the animation, this really helped me because sometimes I want to animate, right? I want to get up and, and sit behind the computer and actually get some work done. But then I start thinking about, man, I'm going to have to click, control, P. You know what I mean? Like, and like I was like, distracted, ah. yeah. Yeah, and so I'll, I'll never make it to the computer, but now I've been setting the timer 20 minutes. And half the time I, after the twenty minutes goes off, I'm I'm in it. I'm invested because the twenty the first twenty minutes are the hardest thing of anything. I like that. I'm gonna try that. I know when I'm writing. I'm been working on this web series and writing. I was like, the if you just sit down and write it, it's gonna happen. So it's just like sometimes it's just like get distracted. Mm. So I'm like maybe I should write a stand up bit. No, sit down, write this, and start writing and freaking writing. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use that. Thanks. Where'd you get that from? You I can't remember where I got Dominican it. Dominican proverb or something. I want. <laughs> I want to say it was a book, but it might have been a. I've been listening to a lot of people's podcasts. Yeah, yeah. send us your podcast on the on the email, 
and we'll uh, we'll listen to it. We'll we'll, we'll subscribe. Let's get out of here with some gems. Gems of the week. What do you? Gem got? of the week. Uh, let's do. Let's do NACA. NACA. I like NACA. NACA. NACA is pretty good. What they have is it's an organization that uh, helps you gives you helps you with the loan of purchasing a home. Uh, without ha- without you needing to any down payment or closing cost or good credit. Did I just say good credit? Good credit. Is it straight homes or apartments? Which one can you do it for? All of them. You can. You can, anything purchasing a home is a um, first home. It's not like the first home buyer's loan. Um, it's just this is an organization where so you know people start struggle with their credit, right? right? So now they might have messed up their credit when they were younger, and now because there's so many things on there, it's harder for them to build their credit back up to where they want it. And so they might have, they've been paying bills for the last two years on time, everything on time, but their credit doesn't go up because it's all messed up from before. This will help you with that. If you can prove for two years straight that you've been paying your bills on time that your money isn't going to like shenanigans right yeah um they'll help they'll help you with the loan you'll get the loan some people get approved in the first day some people uh i went to a workshop and one of the women said that it took her three years to to get it together and naka helped her with that but i also i heard they were doing testimonies and uh, another lady said she got it on the spot wow she got approved on the spot so, so what's the what's the website they should go to? It's for, uh, for NACA. NACA.com, N-A-C-A dot com. It's really good because the down payment alone, right? You know, uh, the down payment alone is That's on ridiculous. a $250,000 right, mortgage. The down payment right. alone is like 19000 Then you got to get a, a uh, an inspection. Got to pay for that. And it's just, it starts to be a, a mess and this helps you with that. They'll, they'll roll it, clearly they'll roll it into your loan, but... If you could just get in the spot, right? Because it's easier to uh, a one bedroom apartment right now in the Bronx is a fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred. Yeah. In the Heights, we're talking 2000. about eighteen eighteen hundred to two thousand, and I can only imagine down in the city. But if you purchase the home right out here, you'll be paying a lot less for something that you own that's yours. Say you don't want to live in the area, right? You're just saying, I don't want to buy a home here. You, you're living there now. Right. You might as well own it. Right? You might as well own it. And if, you, and you, if you're there for five years, then you've paid one-sixth of your loan down. That means you just, this is basically a savings plan. In those five years, you're, 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 uh, the equity is going to go up. Let's say you purchased it for 100000 150000 Five years goes by. Now it's at one hundred and seventy thousand. Plus, you you put in the new tiles in the in the bathroom, you spruce spruced, spruced it up a little up. bit, and now five years have gone by, right? And now you've paid one sixth of it. Really quickly, you got thirty thousand sitting there. Once you sell it, right? So, I don't know. This is just how I feel about. Is this just for New York, or this is anywhere in the country? Anywhere in the country. Oh wow. So people in the South, this is for you guys too. You know what I mean. <laughs> Sometimes we talk about New York City stuff, but this podcast is for everybody. Yeah, you just have to sign up for a workshop. You go, you sign up, uh, or a couple of days after that, you get a sort of like a ID number, 
once you get the ID number, you can basically start download uploading your finances. Right? They have a list of documents that they give you. You can start uploading them. And you can have an agent where you go to this agent and he helps you and walks you through it. That's what I prefer. But you can also have an agent over the phone. Uh, yeah, we'll put the link inside the in the description. We'll put yeah. the link in the description. Click on that. Uh, congratulations to your boy. Which one? Splu. What about him? Got engaged. Oh, 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 yeah. Freak, your boy did. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know this. I know yeah, this. Yeah. Congrats to him. Yeah. That you like how amazing. he did it? He got be proposed to his girl on an airplane. Yeah. And the little the speaker system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool because we just talked about him and his girl. In the last one, yeah, yeah. that's what I was like. Oh, Snowcap, shout out to Snowcap. Shout out to Snowcap. Anything else? Anything you're working on before we get out of here? Any no, just that animation. Plug? I'm just, I'm working. I like got I some said, dates. You have dates. I got some dates. I'm plugging. Okay, here we go. February seventeenth. I'll be inside the Heights. I'll be in back in the Dominican Republic in the Heights. Uh, no, I won't. Oh, I skipped the date. February, February, excuse me, February 16th. I'll be inside the Heights. I'm doing a show in the Heights. Uh, I'll put a, the link on my Instagram. Uh, February 17th, I'll be at Bar 2A for the Lap Goon Saloon comedy show. Tuesday, I'll be at the Creek in the Cave every night, every Tuesday night at 10. Wednesday night, I'll be at Tree, Cherry Tree Cafe at 8 o'clock. I'll be doing a show there. Thursday night, I'll be back in the Heights telling jokes. Friday night, I'll be at a comedy show at the Creek in the Cave. And Saturday night, which is the 23rd, I'll be there as well. So I got a full week of shows, ladies and gentlemen. Follow me on Instagram, uh, Lito Cash, if you want to catch the shows. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. The dark, the darker one does stand up. The lighter uh. one is the animator. <laughs> this is Which Way's Up. We got four episodes down. Uh, hit us up if you want us any topics to talk about. Definitely, definitely reach out to us. You can um, send us um direct message in, on Instagram if you want, which is at which way is up. Three Ys. Three Ys. And if you're a single woman and you want to find a man that could love you and wears glasses, Lito is available. <laughs> Swipe him on Tinder or wherever you find him. Uh, I'm not on Tinder. I, I, I haven't been on Tinder in a while. Well, he's off Tinder. Well, if you find him on the streets, find him. It's very hard to find him. So, uh, <laughs> just go to your local animation shop. And that's where you find him. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Which Way Is Up. C'est bon. Thank you for coming out. <laughs>